Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 12. I'm your host, Wax, here as always with my co-host, Ads. Ads, so glad to talk to you again. This week, it felt really long. Ah, man, it's, I, I really missed you this week. It did actually feel like a long week, but that was because I had stuff to do and I didn't do any of it. Actually, I did some of it. I did very few of things on my list, but I did some. So I feel accomplished today. I feel... Uh... I don't know. I'm really, really enjoying our weekly talks. It's it's a rare treat during the pandemic. Now it's feeling like routine now. I just like, it's Friday. I was actually going to do an all-nighter last night to reset my sleep schedule. But then I was like, hmm, I've got to be in tip-top condition for this podcast. So that's how committed I am to this podcast. And that's why you should commit to us via monetary funding in kofi.com. Co- I slash- really have this. <laughs> co co-, co- Co-fee. Co-fee. Anyways, whatever. Just give us money. We'll go back on that later. Wow, you didn't have the list. You didn't even finish the link. You're like, hey. I don't know the link. Give us the money. Go to producer Keith is giving us it's co ko hyphen fee fi dot com forward slash the jujus. I think that's forward slash, probably is. And that's where you should give us money. Damn. What about you? What have you been doing this week? Well, well, before I answer that question, I want to say, man, we're starting off with an ad. It's it's truly the, the age of podcasting. Yeah, well, I need my money. I didn't do much this week. Uh, it, it snowed a shit ton in the in the northeast United States again, and I don't know. We've had the snow conversation a bunch before in the seasons conversation. How's the weather, ads? How's the weather? It's been hot. Really hot, actually. Like, surprise. Like, it's always been. It was very cold uh, summer this year. There was almost. I don't think I've heard any news of uh, any um big, like if you kept it with Australia last year, the bushfires were a massive issue in New South Wales. Mm. But this Wait, year, was... New South Wales at least, it's been very cold. Wait, that was last year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like last year and like you know, like December, January it was like raging. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like this year, I know um Perth got hit really hard last week. So that's been in the news. But other than that, we've been pretty good with uh, bushfires. I haven't had to um, not – I've been able to breathe, so that's good. All right. Well, we opened this podcast with an ad and talking about the weather. This is like a pretty bad first date. Anyway, let's go to our first topic, ads. I always start my dates with, a, with an ad. <laughs> first topic. We didn't decide on an order for these topics. I don't know what our first topic is. Am I the first topic? Uh, pick one. Pick one. Pick one. I'll pick one. See, this is how great. Anyways, let's do Farmers and Riri since I uh, have that link open up. All right. So, What's been going on? What's been going on in the world of Farmers and Rihanna? A strange so crossover. Queen Riri, the queen of pop, who's been missing in action for quite a few years now, working on a few of her other non-music related ventures, popped up on Twitter last. Was it last night or was it the night before? I can't remember. Let me check the Ooh. date. What is today? For, for today's, the fifth, today's the fifth for me. So it was two days ago for Australians. Okay. Uh, and she she tweeted, why aren't we talking about this? Question mark, exclamation mark, hashtag farmers protest. And she mm-hmm. gave a link to CNN.com who annoyingly play auto playing ads and someone needs to make that illegal. Well, not auto playing videos, but anyways. Uh, it's talking about basically what happened in India right now is in September 2020, uh, a law was changed. Actually, I think three laws were enacted that essentially allowed 
companies to di- or I guess companies to directly bypass um, farmers and go straight to growers and then re- basically circumvent uh, minimum payments for certain for certain uh, farming goods and that kind of stuff. So um, that happened in September and it's been brewing up recently. So the past few, it's gone on for like five months now. And more recently, uh, a bunch of farmers went to New Delhi, which is the capital of uh, India. And they were having a a few violent clashes, but mainly they were pretty pretty non-violent, but they did get violent at one point. And the Indian government responded by turning off the internet in and around the area where the protests were occurring. And the protesters went and took a bunch of tractors and tried to drive them into the middle of the city. And that's when the whole uh, issue started to really emerge. And yeah, it's been, it's been going on for a while. And India has about 50%. I, I think the stat, the stat that I saw was 50% of the population is uh, in it has some sort of job or some sort of income relating to farming. So it's a large part of their sector, like their economic sectors, I guess. What do you think about it? Well, so... Uh, could you explain to me what exactly, like, what regulate, what are the regulations they're opposed to, like, and what kind of effect would they have? Because that's the thing I feel uh, the Western media hasn't been, co- I mean, in general, the Western media hasn't been covering it a lot. But that specifically, I, I don't really understand like, what new regulations they're opposed to. Yeah, so basically, um, see, depending on who you're coming from, like, whether it's a government, like, supported website or or not the way that um the way that it's portrayed depends really heavily on that but essentially it's supposed to cut like cut the government says cut out the role of the middleman and enhance efficiency Uh, and it'll be an agricultural reform in india that's how they portrayed it to the media and whatnot and a lot of the media is pro-government so it's been hard to like find details at least in english-speaking like in the English-speaking English speaking media, around exactly what, like what's going on, like who, who's, what the exact uh, the demands are, but yeah, basically they don't want uh, the government to amend those farm laws, so that they want their fa- the laws to go back where there was a set price on you know far- on goods, and that that meant that they had like a, an an income. I, I I think this law is a bit different in. Uh, well, it's it's more like move towards the way I know Australia works with farming, where um, essentially if you're a big enough corporation, you can kind of bully farmers into accepting the price that you want. But at the time, I believe they it was like set at a price that was like fair to both. Hmm. Oh, so so India has some kind of a price floor that's maintained by the government. So the government supports the farmers with some kind of subsidy. Basically, that's it. And now they're saying they're going to get rid of it. Yeah, they, they've. They, I think they have already gotten rid of it. I'm not exactly sure, but the the laws passed in September 2020. So, yeah. So they, they want a minimum support price MSP mm-hmm. and state procurement of crops as a legal right. Okay. So they want that that's that minimum price to be set. All right. This and they've of... got like a bunch of uh, like the other demands as well. Okay, this vaguely reminds me of like the stuff that happens in Europe over like protectionism, I guess, where it's 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 farmers wanting government more government support in some way, whether it's with a price floor or whether it's like blocking like foreign foreign imports. It's the kind of shit that like French farmers will like will flip 
cop cars over and set them on fire for. Yeah, pretty much. Um, have, they, have they tried that? Have, have they tried burning cop cars there? You said that uh, there's been, like, there's the, been the, not the much one violence, I, The one I saw was um, that they were driving tractors into the into Delhi. Right. But they, they're pretty committed to it. And like, it's clear that they, they've gone so far as, or at least I'm, I'm not exactly sure how like, can like how committed and how unified these guys are. Cause again, it's really hard to get like, in, like proper information that isn't like heavily swaying towards the government, at least in, in English part, in English part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I know, they're like willing to like, they've, there's been like voices talking about how, they're, they're like, if you don't do this, we're going to essentially combine and use our power to overthrow the government even. So it's like, that, it's gotten to that stage where at the very least, there is talk of potentially overthrowing the government, which in the year of 2021 with India being ravaged by COVID, like that's a big thing. Well, I mean, I guess that's something that happens when you say you're going to remove the social security net for 50% of your population. That, that's a risk you run. Yeah, well, so Rihanna, I just want to get back to Rihanna here. And I know, like, the big thing is the farmers' protest. But Rihanna had, like, a little bit of pushback from from Indian people and also from just people in general, I think. I think people have gotten... What do you mean people in general? Just in, Like, in some people were just, like, like so, some people who, weren't te- who, who might not have been Indian. I think a lot of people, we've talked about this before, a lot of people have gotten a bit tired of quote-unquote celebrities like being you could say social justice like pushing social justice issues having yeah having causes yeah having causes there's always that like backlash towards having a cause like you know even someone like um rashford like rashford uh, who plays for manchester united and yeah marcus rashford. marcus rashford yeah in england Who's recently been campaigning for feeding kids? Like, <laughs> it's not. It's not even a. Uh, you believe it's not a controversial issue. He's got a massive pushback on that whole issue about how how the government should feed um, kids in poverty in the UK and whether they should even, you know, have to do that. So like, it's it's been something that's been brewing Wait, he gets up. Backlash? He, yeah, he, back- heaps. No, no, heaps. Really? Like Man. a couple week, a couple of weeks ago, he had a bad game. And the whole of Twitter was like, you know, maybe if this guy wasn't spending all his time complaining to the government, he'd play better and all that shit. And then, wow. and then uh, when they played Arsenal, they had a match day. Like they usually make a match day magazine, and they had Rashford at the at the front of it, and they said, you know, Arsenal supports you. That was a whole stand for him. Man, I, yeah. I mean, that's fucked up. But I, I guess that means uh, I, I curate my social media bubble in a in a certain way that really. Because generally, I just see people from, you know, from however the social media I consume, people are very supportive of people. Like, that's an obvious cause. Like, who, who, who the fuck is opposed to feeding ch- children? Like, You'd be I, I, surprised. Because, because the, uh, the farmer thing, I can sort of see why it would be, you know, people would be polarizing because there's a you know, there's big government, small government kind of argument there. And that, that's always a... You know, a, you know, a locus for conflict, but feeding children generally is something that has like a very high approval rate. Yeah, um, that's yeah. It's 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 not a high approval. Like it's it's high enough that the government has mostly like side and like not 
you know, willingly sided to, with him, but like kind of been forced into siding with him just because of the the pressure that he's been able to bring up. Like he plays for the most popular team in England, and he's like not just a player; he's like one of the main players for Manchester United. So he definitely has a massive platform, and so does Rihanna. And I think it's big that Rihanna's talked about this because after she talked about it, suddenly I was seeing it on a bunch of web- news websites that I was following. And they were, the funny thing is like the ones that I saw were like, I'll show you, I won't show you it because, you know, but I'll, I'll read out the one that I was reading. Sure, sure. Where, now I, India's farmers, like here's the title, India's farmers protests against agricultural reforms received celebrity support from pop star Rihanna. And then half the article doesn't even really go into what it's talking about. And then it talks, then it goes into how India's telling Twitter to comply with orders to block accounts. And then I saw a tweet from Sachin Tendulkar, who's the most famous Indian cricket player, probably the most famous Indian person in the world, arguably the best uh, cricket player in history. I've heard of India's, him. I've heard of you've him. heard of him, and you don't even watch cricket, so no, India's. You do? Okay, I've, I don't know how big it is in America. I've I have watched cricket. Never mind. I I, I won't say I watch cricket. Sorry. Okay, that's better. India's sovereignty cannot be compromised. External forces can be spectators, but not participants. Indian, Indians know India and should decide for India. Let's remain united as a nation. Indi- hashtag India together. Hashtag India against propaganda. So it's like bordering on like treading the middle ground, but you can clearly see what is um, insinuating with this if you have half a brain, mm. which is kind of like a stab at um, Rihanna. And other people who've now like jumped on the cause as well, because it wasn't just Rihanna. It was um, what's her name? The girl, the girl who was like whole uh, global warming. Gre- Greta Thunberg. Yeah, yeah. She she tweeted out shortly after as well, and a bunch of people have tweeted as well. Man, you know, I, I feel like uh, we always mock, you, you know, t- people being activists on Twitter and bringing awareness to issues. But when you look at something like this, maybe it is, maybe it's not something that's overblown. Maybe it is something that has more relevance than we like to imagine. But then again, then maybe it's not like now we know about this and we're talking about it. Does this have some sort of, I guess the question is like, how does this actually like affect the protests, right? Now that we know about it, like what does it even change? I think um, it brings a lot of like Western light to it, which didn't exist before. Whether that Western light is positive or negative is, I think, irrelevant, really. Because now the government has at least some sort of um, external pressure beyond just internal pressure, which always affects things. Like When you have ex- external pressure, it's like, it, I think external pressure is, is almost more valuable than internal pressure in, in, a sen- in something like this. But do I think, I don't know enough to like comment directly on the situation to say whether this will positively affect it, but I think it will. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you would be familiar with external pressure, like being shamed into doing something. Yeah, like shame, not just shamed into doing something, but like seeing that, uh, especially with the, I think the Indian government has like really more recently tried to like, like at least appear a, a far more de- democratic. Like it's been a, it's been a growth towards like appearing democratic on the world stage and India wanting to appear like as a potential superpower for the future. Like, I think that's their goal. So they want, they don't want, uh, you know, negative news stories really being around them at this point in time where they're trying to push into that kind of space of being, you know, a world superpower. 
in the next 10, 20 years. So I think it will affect it. But yeah, uh, there's 58% right. of a primary source of livelihood from farming. Yeah. So that's a massive population. <laughs> oh, I wish we had an ad break here to move on to our next topic. Because I have a, you know what? I asked you to explain it to me and you explained it to me. Thank, thank you, ads. Thank you. No worries. I'll, uh, yeah. Do you want me to transition us to the next topic? Sure. Speaking... I want to see you try. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll go to perfectly. Speaking of potentially um, overextending laws and government uh, overreaching power, anal swabs have been in the news, but not for what you think they've been in the news for. China's been rolling out anal swab wait, coronavirus tests. Wait, saying wait, wait, it's... wait, 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 hold, 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 hold on. What would we have thought anal swabs were in the news for? If, if I don't someone, know, man. If someone said anal swabs were in the news. What, what do you think? What does your mind go to first? I, man, I, I, I played the field. <laughs> I ain't talking about no anal swabs other than the anal swab for coronavirus, okay? Don't, right. don't even try to get me into this. No, no, no. I'm not getting absorbed right. into this. This is a Christian podcast. Okay. Wait, is it? Until next week when Fuzzy talks about horny. Okay. Until then, it's a Christian podcast. All right. Uh, all right so, Did I say the topic yet? Uh, you were, you were in a, you said something about COVID and testing, I think. All right. So recently, coronavirus testing, if you've never had one. Have you had one? I think you have, right? Yeah, I had one. Yeah, I had one as well. Wait, did I have two? I can't remember. Maybe I had two. But yeah, it's basically, if you haven't had it, the one I had anyways was it's it's stuck up your nose. It's kind of like a bit uncomfortable, but it's like half a second, so you can't be really be that big of a bitch. Yeah. And then yeah, that's how they do it. And it's depending on which one there are because there are like a bunch. Uh, it's relatively accurate, bordering on more false positive false positives than false negatives, and that's just like a safety measure because you know it's less effect less, less impactful if it's a uh, False positive versus being a false negative. But China's been rolling out that anal swab coronavirus test. So rather than swabbing your nose, nostril. Wait, 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 have they been rolling it out or have they been considering it? It says China rolls out anal swab coronavirus test. So I'd like to think that somebody somewhere has been getting anally swabbed. You know what? I feel like this uh, headline could have used like, like a pun. No? Give I, me I, the pun. Give me the pun. Tell me the pun right now for this headline. Change the, the headline. Oof. I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, what a bummer. China rolls out anal swab coronavirus tests. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a, a, a bummer indeed. Do we do like a bum and then hyphen? Mirror? Uh, that doing not, this? No, no, no. Just have a bummer? Yeah, yeah. The readers are smart. The people who read the Washington Post, like they, they know a pun when they see it. Okay. Uh, Sorry. So, so, so again, why are they holding these tests out? Well, they say that it's more accurate than the throat method that they currently use. Mm. And yeah, okay. I don't. I don't... Okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just read the part. So, so, some Chinese doctors say the science is there. Recovering patients, they say, have continued to test positive through samples from the lower digestive tract. Days after nasal and throat swaps came back negative. So, yeah, apparently the virus it, it disappears from the inside of your nose, even if you're still infected, but it still stays inside your your bum for for longer. So it's more accurate. It, it's potentially more accurate. They're saying that potentially. 
Mm-hmm. Have you guys? Oh, you guys probably haven't done this because like you just have so many cases that it doesn't fucking matter. But in Australia, <laughs> you, always, you always see news uh, on the news like pretty regularly. They'll be saying coronavirus discovered in the uh, in the plumbing systems or whatever. Fuck, or what's the proper sewage sewage systems in X suburb or whatever of Sydney? Oh yeah, and they're like be, be on the lookout. So like clearly like it's something that's but the thing is it's it's put out like ooh this could be live coronavirus but it could also be someone who had coronavirus four months ago and they're just mm-hmm. shitting it out so like it's kind of a waste and no one ever took it seriously but it keeps keeps getting in the news because I think it's just funny to say doo doo on the news right I, I mean yes uh, news sadly has become half entertainment which is probably why this article is out there like I have no idea how realistic this is but but it, it was a funny article to read about. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, like, mm, I don't know. So a stool sample should be, t- apparently a stool sample should first be taken from patients. So that's an option to shit in a bag. <laughs> yes. And if that is not possible, you should do an anal swab by inserting a cotton-tipped stick three to five centimeters, one to two inches into the rectum. Okay. Yeah, so like, they, they're giving you an option here. Okay, F- fair enough. They're not just, you know, sticking it in right away. They're like, if you, if you can shit, then take shit in a bag. All right. So uh, I don't know if this is a controversial take, but let's let's say this was the only way to get a COVID test, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. It, it, it would, I wouldn't really care, to be honest. It's the, Wait, the shit in the bag or the sick in the bum? The cotton swab in the bum. Okay. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... Uh, we it's it's funny to talk about and it's funny to i mean yeah it's definitely funny but i don't find it like horribly invasive personally am i just weird if it's for health reasons i'm like all right whatever man okay so i don't know if when the last vaccine you've ever had but i remember the vaccines that they gave me in my ass as a kid oh Oh, they put a they put a pill in your bum yeah yeah was it a pill i thought it was a needle Oh wait, we're we talking about different kinds of ones because like there's there's definitely like rectally inserted like pills for like worms and shit. I think. What the fuck? No, I don't think I've had worms, but they give you like it's not up the bum, okay? Not, oh, but it's on, on your cheek. bum, oh, on the, the cheek. cheek. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nothing. That's like that's like nothing. Yeah. What, what, that's what I was talking about. I don't know what the fuck you were talking about inserting pills. I thought we we, we agreed that this was a ch- ch- you know a fucking Christian channel. If and you you're talking t- about pills up the bum. If you have tapeworm, isn't that how you like uh, insert the whatever to, to get it out? Can't say I've ever had tapeworm, to be honest. But uh, right. if you've had it, feel free to lie to me about how you had pills up the bum. Fucking yeah, sound I, like a drug mule right now. I didn't know it was going here. I, I should, if I knew, I, I would look it up. Okay, hey, fill fill for time. I'm I'm gonna look up. T- <laughs> okay, so when I was a kid, I never had no pills in the bum, but I did have the needle on the bum, like on the bum cheek, and yeah, like. That, I guess that's different now that I think about it than having a a cotton swab up the ass. Mm. I'm not sure. All right. Okay. If it Never. was the only thing to do, I would do it if I had to. But I definitely think that would reduce the amount of... Like, people already were upset about having a cotton swab up the nose. They're, like, they, they're scared of it. Right. So I think that would reduce testing rates. Right, right. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I guess most people are, are very protective of, of that region for understandably but i'm just saying personally but, if it's if it's for health reasons uh, i i don't care if it's so, so reasons, most people are protective of that region but wax here who for is very 
promiscuous for health reasons, he says. Yeah, the bum. <clears throat> uh, ha- says that he has no reservations about taking pills or other things up the bum. Yeah, it's like, and then, like if it's, I feel for other people, <laughs> they would actually uh, endanger their health. If that if that was what the procedure required, and I'd be like, like fuck that. If it's for health reasons, like I don't I don't, I don't give a shit. I w- I'm not gonna like take any risks because of that. Okay, so to 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 confirm, let's just say this is the. I think it would reduce like the amount of testing rates, right? Would you agree? Oh yeah, def- definitely. If it was the only way, if it was the only way that you could get tested for for sure. Yeah, I don't know. So. Uh, so here, here's a hypothetical. So w- when I got my test in, in New York, I, I didn't get an appointment. I did a walk-in and it was just the most annoying procedure ever. I had to wait for like an hour outside in the cold t- to get a number. And then they, they, they said, hey, we'll call you back in the next, I don't know, six hours. So be ready and don't be doing anything. I'm like, oh, fuck. And uh, it, it was the worst. Okay. It, it was just one of the worst uh, processes ever. You know, and if they said, hey, you can get the anal swab test and you have, there's no line. You can just walk in and get it. I would have 100%. It's 100% gone for that instead. 100% gone for that. Yeah, I'd probably do that as well. Yeah. Dude, I went to, uh, I don't know what it's called in America, but essentially the place where you deal with like your license and all the driving shit. The DMV? The DMV in America. Yeah. It's called the RMS here. And there was a line and I drove what, there. What does the R, the, that stand for in uh, in? Fucking RMS right. stands for. It used to like, be called the RTA. Now it's called the RMS Roads and Maritime Services. All right, that's what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, and there was a line, and I just I said, "Fuck that! I'm not dealing with this line, man. Fuck that! I'm going home." And I mm-hmm. went home, and I was supposed to go there this morning again to do what I need to do, and I just couldn't be bothered because when I woke up, I had a dream, and in my dream, I was very angry, and I wanted to kick someone, and while mid kick, I also woke up and I kicked the wall and hurt my ankle. Man, I was gonna. I'm gonna say we, we, we're we're much better at topics that that aren't serious. <laughs> why why do we ever try? Why did why did I ever try to ask you about Australian education? I, well, I, I don't know why you tried that topic. To be honest. All right, so let's let's just cross that off the list of future topics. No no, no serious news. Because <laughs> no, we did two serious news topics today. What are you talking about? No, like ever i'm just i'm just thinking about like bad segments we've done there was the uh, indian farmer protests and there was the australian education reform segments just just two of the worst segments we've ever done yeah i don't know i don't know why we're trying to be serious here i personally don't want to be serious here Uh, we're producing we're producing live Uh, okay ready i've got i've got a transition unless you're done with this now, Keith, Keith, make a note. If, if we ever try to t- talk seriously about like a current event, just just stop us. Just 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 make a stop. Okay. So, speaking of bad news, bad faith, and bad other things, the gold, the gold. What the fuck did I write? Okay, my notes are completely wrong. There is currently being made several movies about the whole uh, Wall Street and GameStop madness that's been happening uh, with Wall Street bets. It's basically over now, isn't it? It's, is it over? I don't. I haven't kept up too much with it, to be honest. Is it done? Uh, Are we done? Uh, from is what GameStop I've... dead? Yeah, yeah. The stock's like way down, way, 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 way down. So it's, that's crazy. It, yeah, people are. But anyways, the film uh, industry clearly wants to uh, come up on this real big, and they've currently committed to making two films. 
one of which is based on a book coming out later this year. It's not even written. <laughs> it's not even written. They bought the uh, option. They bought the option to make the movie based on the book if it ever comes out. Honestly, honestly, the only reason I'm interested in this is the top title, which I don't even know if it's actually going to be called. It's called the Anti-Social Network because it's by the guy who wrote the book that became the Social Network. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why it is. Okay. Yeah. Right. I thought they were just making a pun here. Okay, I didn't know that. But yes, the Anti-Social Network. It's actually connected. They are connected. Nice. That's not good. That's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. But you get a hot take. You, you told me before the before the show. You, you had. Like, I have a hot take. Okay, I wanted to ask you. Do you think the Social Network is a good movie? Yeah, it's, I, I think. You it's, think it's? I think it's overrated. Some, but it's a good movie. I don't think it's like. Yeah, a, okay. Okay. It's yeah, I definitely movie. agree. It's but, heavily overrated. Wait, wait, wait. So the people around you, like, what do they say? Do they say it's like one of the best of all time? Like, my friends love the Social Network. Like, it, it would be in their top five movies of all time or something like that. Maybe I'm not sure if it's top five, but maybe top ten. All right, I think it's very good, but I don't think it's like some sort of like all time classic. So, yeah. So let's let's hypothetically speaking now, we we are now the directors of the Anti Social Network okay. slash producers slash whatever, and we need to come up with our uh, our list of potential actors and actresses to be part of the Anti Social Network movie. Who are you picking? Oh fuck! You you're fucking springing this shit on me. No no yeah. prep whatsoever. No no no, dude. I don't I don't fucking know any actors. I'm I'm, I'm such a uh, this is where I feel my age because like all the actors I remember who were big stars, they're like guys. I don't know. Like, I think Michael Sarah has to be in this. What? Like as as a as a what? I don't even know. Like he just has to be part of it. He just like, has to be. Some, I would hope for him to be the mo- the main guy. So he's clearly not like the the guy on in the hedge fund. So he's just the guy. Reading. He's one of the redditors. He's us. Michael Sarah is always us. So so what you have to think of right is Michael Sarah isn't the main actor. He is simply an illusion for the audience to insert themselves into it as the faceless white guy. Wait, no, no. Who has no wait. redeemable features or emotions or qualities or anything? Wait, wait. Is there, can you tell me one characteristic of a Michael Sarah character? Do you Wait. want this movie? Do you want this movie to be success? So you want? It to Fuck be- no! I want it to be terrible. No. Wait, what? Are we no, trying to make a good movie here? What the fuck? Yeah, I, th- I thought we were trying to make this uh, one that would like make the most money. At least it doesn't have to be like good, but it'll make movie- money. Don't don't worry, it'll make money. Look, Especially look. if you have Michael Sarah as the lead. No, no. So the- here's his thing: if you cast Michael Sarah, basically the movie is make fun of these guys because like because people don't really like. I guess people like him because they think he's nice enough, but they don't really like like him. So if you're ca- if you're casting him as one of the protagonists, basically okay. the, the tone of the movie is going to go to have, look at these loser nerds. And if you cast someone who's more likable, then it becomes like 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 uh, the Joker movie where people are supposed to they're supposed to um, associate with these 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 people. So which direction are you going in? Okay, first of all, I'm looking at Mark Sarah movies, and they did. Far worse than I thought they did in the box office. So I thought it was more popular than this. So I'm already uh, regretting my choice of Michael Cera. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, what direction am I going? I was going to make it a terrible, but like terrible, enjoyable movie. Like it, it's so bad, it's good. That's the route I was going. So it's like the big, it's like the big short where everyone's bad and you just laugh at everyone. It's there's there's no such thing as like you're supposed to relate to anyone. Everyone's just like a comical parody of themselves. Did you see um, on Twitter how everyone was posting like 
you know, gifts and stuff from uh, from the Wolf of Wall Street. And they were like, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to take on... Mark, do you guys remember the Wolf of Wall Street's plot? The ending? Basically anything that happened in the movie at all. It's like it's like uh, when people unironically post, like, you know... What's that movie? Scar- Scarface? And they talk about Scarface. And they're like, I'm Scarface, this, that. I'm like, do you guys remember what happened to Scarface in the end of the movie? Like, that guy didn't have a good life. He wasn't a good person. But, like, people just rewrite the story in their head. Mm-hmm. And they become mythologized, mythologicalized. I don't fucking know what I'm saying at this point. I don't know. Doesn't that doesn't that just mean it's a bad movie? Because like, like Martin Scorsese can say whatever he wants about Wolf of Wall Street, how it's supposed to be, you know, how how the, the stock guys, are, the Wall Street guys, are bad. But if people interpret them as good, then is that his fault or is it his fault for making? Did he ever say? Wait, did he ever say that they were bad? I don't know if he ever said it in like a direct quote, but it's like his intent is clear. Okay. Like, yeah. Is I agree. It, is it, his intent is insanely clear, but if, if people don't understand his intent, does that mean that they're that morally depraved, or does that mean that he's not a good enough filmmaker? Like, which one is it? See, um, the Beatles would say that uh, the intent of the author is irrelevant to the audience, and in which case the author can no, neither be held responsible or want themselves to be held responsible for the take of the audience. Some shit like that. I can't remember the exact quote, but uh, that's what they said about their their shit but hmm, i don't know if so okay let's 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 pivot we i've already abandoned my idea of making a bad good movie because clearly michael sarah isn't as popular as i thought he was because he had a movie that had an 80 million dollar budget that pulled 40 million dollars so I, I was actually surprised that you said michael sarah because that's a name i would have said and i would have been ashamed of saying it because like i already know that by bringing that up it just proves that i haven't watched a, a big movie in, in like two years I don't watch big movies that often, but yeah, okay, I, have so no, let's... I have no idea who the big movie stars are right now. Like, if they're not in a Marvel movie, just because I don't watch movies anymore. <laughs> this is where producer Keith comes in and saves us, but he's not going to. Could he say that? Could he say a word just to prove he exists? He's not here. Anyway, okay. all right. So let's 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 know. Let's actually take this seriously and think. Okay, we're making the movie. Uh-huh. Right, so you want your your opinion is to make the movie where the good guys are are the Wall Street bets guys. Is that mm. what we're going for here, or are we making it you know vague enough that it could be insinuated that the good guys are the Wall Street bets guys? Well, I, I gave you three directions already, right? So you can go in the direction of you portray uh, the Wall Street bets guys as these insult losers, which is basically what the social network did. Because Zuckerberg ends up being that kind of character. You're supposed yeah, to be He's supposed to be a loser that you feel kind of bad for, but not not really. Just enough for you know to feel artsy. Or you could go in the direction of like a movie like The Joker, where the, where they're portrayed as these heroes fighting against the machine and whatever havoc they wreak is justified. Or it could be like The Big Short, where everyone sucks and it's more of a comedy, and you're just laughing at the absurdity of the world. I feel like those are the three directions you could go in. I'm thinking. Okay. So, but the point being is that, I, what do you think they're going to go with? I think they're going with making them losers, right? I think they're going to make, I think it's going to be like the social network in terms of they're going to be kind of losers, but with just enough uh, pathos and ability for you. To, yeah. Just in, just enough for you not, not to hate them totally. Just. Hmm. Because, okay, so, well, because okay, in social yeah. network, in social network, obviously, uh, um, 
like like Zuck's character, he's not likable, but he's definitely compelling. Like you want to follow his story. Like they, they do a really good job of like making him unlikable, but like you don't want to like turn it off. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't watched it in a while. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what I thought about it. I just didn't like it. Okay, so let me I ask see, you another thing. How do you I feel see, about? Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. How do you feel about like billionaires, mainly, mainly uh, Elon Musk? But there have been other people. What's his name? Mark Mark Cuban, Mark Rubin. What the fuck's his name? Oh, the MBA. Yeah, yeah, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban tweeted about those lately, recently, as well. How do you feel like about them, like interacting with people, and I guess kind of manipulating? I guess Doge technically isn't stock. But I, I was having a conversation with people and I was just like, do you reckon they're just pushing to see how how much control they have over the idiots? No, no, I don't think so. I think they're just is Elon to- or, yeah, is Elon Musk in this movie? Or is someone portraying Elon Musk? What if they get what if uh, wait wait? What if we get Elon Musk for our movie? Yeah, he'll cameo. He'll just cameo he'll as cameo? himself. Yeah, he'll as cameo himself? himself. Yeah. Okay. And what's he doing? Like describe to me the scene of Elon Musk's entry into the movie. I, he's just on TV. He's just on TV giving an interview or something like that. Oh, it's just, like it's, yeah, it's not. Oh, it's not a major scene. No. What, I, what if I, they do I, that montage of like tweets and people are tweeting? You know, you know, movies when they do that. I love when they do that, and they also do the text message to montage of like boop, boop. You know, like when someone's messaging, it's just so corny and cringe. Mm-hmm. And and you, can, it's like even the texting is like just so like manicured and like perfected. To appear as like, especially when they're like teenage love story movies, to appear teenage, but anyone who was actually a teenager ever in their life can tell this is just seems so cringe. Basically, we, every Emma Stone movie in history wait, has wait, this. Well, you mean the scenes where they're showing an like actual camera on the phone, or you mean where it's like they're no, putting I, I, overlay, when, when the, the whole screen. screen is the camera? Yeah, yeah. Or, or there's like overlay on the screen that pops up. It's like you see the people's faces, and then there's this graphical overlay. But of like both, yeah, both. I think that's kind of cute. Is it? It's because you're a boomer. Okay. I mean, yes. I, I yes. I, I, I'm not going to shy away from that. Mm. I was I was just going to say I can't believe you wanted to do a movie casting segment between two people who haven't watched like a major movie in the last two years. It's like, yo, you want to just make do like the I, worst, uh, most outdated segment? Well, yeah, honestly, I thought yeah, yeah. Sarah was a good idea to start. I, you know what? You know what? I, I, for me, I, I would just do the entire cast of Margin Call again. It's like Jeremy Irons is the he, is the head of the hedge fund. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna do, go for. Okay, so who's the head of the hedge fund? Jeremy Irons. Just 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 bring him back. I have him play the exact same character from uh, from, from from Margin Call. I haven't watched Margin Call, so I wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, the, not, not, not the exact same role, but whatever. Just just have him be the uh, uh, finance man. Apparently, he was in Lion King. Yes, you don't know who Jeremy Irons is. Did you? I did do, you, I do, I do, I do, I do. You I just don't know his name. And you, you did not know. See, well, okay, well, this, this is Boomerdom coming out again. Hey, he was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. I've watched that. Yeah, he's he's, he's very good in that. Honestly, I can't even tell you ninety nine percent of the movies he's been in. So that that tells you all you need to know about this topic. How about you transition us into one? Name five actors under thirty. <laughs> do you do you even know? I, 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 name five. Ask me to name five actors. I'm going to struggle. 
Like, yeah, like, how did you think this segment was going to go? Like, we, that, did you think that like we were... Like, I thought you were going to carry this segment with intense knowledge of the socioeconomic background of GME. No, like, like no, this this casting segment. All, all I talk about is is like Marvel movies, and that's it. Like, I, I don't, I don't fucking know who's who's big. Imagine, movie. okay, let's get a Marvel movie actor into this. Who are we picking? Oh, uh, someone from the Marvel universe to act in this. Oh fuck, that guy's out of it now. Shit. Um, wait. They can be dead. It's okay. Can I, can I catch Chris? No, no, wait. Fuck. Second. Can you even name five Marvel actors? You fucking fake Marvel fan. Wait, I could probably name five Marvel actors. Fuck. Man, I, I have to Google all this shit. You know what? Let's, let's, let's just cancel it. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, we'll move on, move on. Okay, you give know, me... The... This segment crashed on the rocks. It's, it's a fucking disaster. It is. It is a disaster, but not quite as a, much of a disaster as GME. That that is that is true. All right. As what, what's what's our final topic of the day? Speaking of crashing on the rocks, <laughs> lately sports has been crashing on the rocks due to a lack of fans. And our final topic is about fake crowd noises and the whole. Uh, I think it was NFL. Well, they've got the Super Bowl coming up. I don't actually. When, when does the Super Bowl? Uh, it's it's this Sunday. It's February. Holy uh, shit! It's coming up. Seventh. Yeah. I'm supposed to care about NFL soon. Damn, crazy. Anyways, wait, wait. wait you're, you're supposed to care about it. You got you got a group of friends that you watch it with that, that make you care about it. No, but like my friend group like talks about it, and I pretend to know what I'm talking about, well, and I say no. yes, that guy. Yeah, no, that's what I said. So you have like a group of friends who who watch. I don't. It. I don't watch it. I never watch it. But, you're, but they you're, watch it. Your group, though. Yeah, they watch it. Oh, so oh, so like it's um what it's like oddly popular, or are your friends weird? I think I've I've just got a few friends who are massive sports fans in general, mm-hmm. and they really like NFL. Does this come at like a at like a very like just convenient time where there's nothing major going on in Australia, and now you guys just watch whatever's going on in the rest of the world? Yeah, it's it's kind of a lull because uh, rugby and AFL don't start till next month. So there's like nothing on pretty much. You guys and, crickets, and cricket season's over. So it's like the one, February is the one month where realistically uh, nothing's happening. I guess the soccer's going on, but no one cares about soccer in Australia. Yeah. I would have thought that cricket was like the major summer sport. Just because It of is, weather. but this is like the end of the cricket season. Okay, okay. After, after Australia Day, which is the 26th of, of uh, January. Australia Day? Like Australia Day. What, what the fuck is Australia Day? It's like... What the fuck? The Gen- July Fourth was that your day? Yeah, wait, Indep- is it? Not, uh, it's not Independence Day, but it's a de- it's not even no, a day. It, that no, no, it's Independence Day. It's a- July Fourth is Independence Day. What's, yeah, what's no, but I'm talking. Our one's not Independence Day, but it's just like think of it as like Independence Day, where you're supposed to celebrate all things Australian, wear Australian flags, tattoo an Australian thing on your face. I don't fucking know. Go to the beach. Stuff just just stuff happens. Is it literally called Australia Day? Yeah, it's called Australia Day. What's Fun. your one called? How, that's a good idea. No, ours is called like uh, Independence Day, or we just call it the Fourth of July. <laughs> and, okay, yeah, I, 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 like, like, I couldn't remember what it's called. Fourth of July is pretty descriptive, but if we just call it America Day. That's like that would be a good, be a good rebranding. Although, then again, maybe it's because every day is America Day, and we shouldn't make it just one day. So, ha, there we go. Fucking losers. There we go. 
Fucking Sorry. Australian losers having one Australian day. Only one day. Everyone, ha- not everyone, I should say, but a lot of people want Australia Day to be changed. Oh, what? what? The because date? It's, uh, or what? The date. Because it's related to um, the day that, uh, I want to say Captain Cook, but it might have been the fleet, so I should actually know what this is. Uh, Captain Cook claimed Australia as for the motherland, for for England. It wasn't the day that he landed. It was the day that he inserted the flag. Of England. Of England into the earth of Australia. Wait, wait. I thought you guys were all about the the British. Don't you have the Queen's face on your money? Yeah, we do. But uh, there's a few people who want the Queen gone. I want the Queen gone. Oh, is is Australian independence a thing, even though you're actually independent anyway? Yeah, there was a whole Republic push, but uh, that kind of died in the 2000s. And then it's never been brought up again, I guess. But I reckon it would win now. But I don't Oz- think anyone has the guts to pull it up for a refer- referendum. Vote, vote for Oz Exit. Yeah, Oz Exit. What, what are we there was like it? a brief moment in time where yeah. because of Brexit, people were discussing, is it time to dump England? Or, no, no, we could call it Au Revoir. Never mind. <laughs> that, that was terrible. <laughs> terrible. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. What the fuck? Okay, can we get back to our topic? Because I actually want to talk about fake noise. What's our topic? Fake fans and fake noise. Oh, right, right. Because Super Bowl producers, <laughs> you forgot what the topic was, hope for a last hurrah of fake fan noise. Wait, because I, I gotta, even... wait so I gotta ask. So you guys had, um, you, you got, Australia was much better about COVID than a lot of countries in the West. So did you guys have fans in stadiums or was everything this last we year? Didn't have, we didn't have fans for most of the year. And oh, in the maybe... second half of the year, we started having fans, but it wasn't a full stadium. It was like, 20, I want to say it started off at 20% and I think I think it grew to 50% of people. All right, all right. So so you guys did the same thing too in your sports where like, yeah. they have fake crowd noise playing over the TV. Mm-hmm. And someone okay. had to control it to like make it come up at the right time and whatnot. And it was really bad for the first few weeks while broadcasters oh. figured out how to make it sound realistic. Oh, yeah, the sound guy like being like half a second late on everything. That, that's yeah, yeah. the worst, like just not being Especially interested. if it's like a sound guy who doesn't actually watch the sport or know anything about the sport, so they're just like, ooh. They don't understand the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, like that happened in Australia. It happened in, also, I, I don't know much about American sports to know, but in England, they gave you, at the start, I don't, there's no option for it now. They gave you the option to watch it without fan noise, and or with fan noise, like with artificial crowd noise. Uh-huh. But I, I was watching it without fan noise. And one thing, they actually stopped doing it, I think because... Of the amount of swearing that the mice Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, so that that, that got canned pretty quickly. There used to be a second channel for you to watch it on. And it was really nice to hear, like, the the uh, the manager and whatnot yelling. Not, not swearing, but, like, yelling tactics and stuff. And you'd mm-hmm. hear, like, random shit like that. It was kind of entertaining. Yeah. Did you guys have that? Did you guys have, like, a choice? Or was that just always? No, no, no. Like, they, they just decided you're going to have fake crowd noise. You're going to have okay. this fake crowd noise. So, What's so, your opinion? Do you like it? If you had a choice, would you? So personally, I I, I would I would say I, I would consider myself like a uh, I don't know like educated sports fan and say I wouldn't want it. But at the same time, I don't mind it because well, I'm surprised because we made such a huge. I feel like the media and fans made such a huge deal out of fake crowd noise when they said they were going to do it. Once they put it in, and once they got over the kinks, you know the sound text got better at doing it at the correct timings. It sounds pretty good. 
And it, it, it sort of it sort of makes me um, question. Well, it's, it's it reminds me going back to movies again. Even though this movie the movie topic should have been buried a long time ago, I, like you understand the feeling of going to see a comedy in a theater and other people laughing makes it funnier, right? Yeah, you understand that. No, I hate when people talk, laugh, clap. Anything no. in the fucking Americans, fucking Americans, fucking Americans, man. Why do you guys clap at the end of movies? I don't mean clapping. I mean specifically in a comedy. In a comedy, when people laugh at the, if other people are laughing, you don't think it enhances. I never go to the movies to watch a comedy. If it's a comedy, uh, I'm not going to the movies. Okay. Well, okay. So, but from my experience, I'm gonna say like there is a benefit of seeing a movie in a theater where other people are also laughing. It, it somehow make, if even if it was. It enhances like the funniness somehow, and I can sort of see how that crosses over to sports, where having fake crowd noise, what, having crowd noise, whether it's real or not, it, it does enhance the excitement. And it's just probably something about, I don't know, some some brain psychology thing. Who knows? You know, it, it definitely does, but I think it depends on whether you're still active in the sport from like an actual playing slash like a grassroots kind of level, like. I guess if you have kids, then maybe you still... But most people who are adults who don't have kids aren't, like, directly connected to the sport anymore in, like, a way as in... You know, obviously some people go to the games, but, like, most fans don't go regularly to games. That's just, like, a fact. But if you're, like, connected to the sport at, like, the grassroots level and you either play or you go to, like, your local park or whatever and watch the games played... I'm talking mainly about soccer here because that's what I play. Um, I don't know. It brought me back to that kind of feeling of you know on a on a Sunday, you know Sunday league game where all the, everyone's just yelling at each other. It was just really like it made the games hilariously intense, but like intense in a good. I don't know. Can't really explain it. I liked it, but you'd never heard it that way. No, no. I, I mean, like I I know what you mean. Like it's like playing basketball in like in a YMCA or a gym. It's like there's no one's cheering for you. Like I I, I understand like that that vibe. And and you get that sometimes in pro sports and like in like teams that suck or don't have fans. So I I understand what you mean. It it sounds more real in a way, but at the same yeah. time, I feel like I understand why they went with it. Like once you get to, so I watched like the NBA bubble, which had basically no fans, besides like like a, like a small handful like family and friends they allowed in by the end, and I and I do feel when it comes to the. You know, the grand finals, I, I, I kind of came to appreciate the fake crowd noise somehow. Even, like just knowing fully that it's just completely fake. Yeah. Did you guys do? I can't actually. I, I watched a few of the NBA games, but I can't remember. Um, did you guys do the whole um, put fake fans in the crowd? Oh, you mean in, in the seats? No. In the seats, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't think they did anything major with that yet. In the EPL, they have massive screens and they have like at the ends and they have fan cams, <laughs> like cameras oh. on fans watching the game. Oh, I mean, yeah, like in the NBA during the bubble, they did a thing where they had like fans on the screen and like like a fake like fan section all through Zoom or whatever video conference. Yeah, yeah. but in, in Australia, we did, Um, you, you could pay, I can't remember how much, it might have been like $75 to pay for a photo of it's supposed to be a photo of you and they will print out a cardboard cutout of you and put you in the stands mm. did you, you guys didn't do that i've heard of it but i don't, I don't th- maybe it happened in baseball but then again i don't watch baseball so yeah so basically you pay 75 dollars they make a, a life-size 
cut out of you and they put put it in the seats in the stands and they had like a lot of uh, depending on how popular your team was slash your stadium um like some by the end of it towards the end like it was like a massive amount there were like thousands of cardboard cutouts and a lot of people were complaining <laughs> some of the workers were complaining because they had to go pick up the cardboard cutouts and place them every single time the game so it's like kind of like a hassle and another situation that occurred with it was i mean people it- figured out that no one was actually checking if it was a if it was a person oh god and like a, a proper person like some people printed out like photos of their of their birds of their dogs and they were like in the crowd and shit and it was like a laugh but some people figured out that they could print out like dictators and you know like nazis and stuff uh, and people didn't like they never cross-checked the images and then the, yeah they got in trouble for that pretty quickly <laughs> i mean at 75 dollars a pop i feel did they sell many of those How yeah many- no, like i'm telling you like my stadium had like Ten thousand in it at seventy five dollars a pop. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was seventy five dollars NRL. I mean, I mean, and the, the whole the whole thing was that after you could you could um you could have it. You could you could they'd give it back to you. Yo, at, at that rate, they should just stop having fans even when the pandemic is over. That that sounds like a, like a good business idea. Like, like it, okay, so, so hey, it was even cheaper. Wait, wait, it's cheap. It was cheap. It was twenty two dollars plus GST. It's about twenty five bucks. All right, how much is a ticket? How much is a regular ticket? Twenty bucks on the cheap, cheaper side, sixty bucks on the more expensive sides. Ah, this, this, but, this, but it was like a it was like a one off. Like you don't pay it every game. Do you get? What oh, I mean? oh. Did you so think it was every game? Yeah, that was every game. No, no, no. no. They print it out and then you it's like kind of done. Oh fuck, man! That that's too cheap. Then they they, they should have built the fans for more. <laughs> there, yeah. So, so that's what they did. So looking ahead to next week, as, as a little tease, what? Let's ask an esports question. Why, why don't they do this in esports? Because they do they, what? They, fake fan? Yeah, fake, fake fan noise. Because all of they esports did, basically was held. Wait, they, they did have, it for worlds. They did it for worlds. Oh, did they? No, no, no. World. They didn't have worlds. Was actually live. They had a crowd. No, 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 no but they still was fake. They oh, really? had a small crowd, but the the fan noise was fake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Well, no, the the crowd was like was like not that small. I thought I thought like League of Legends World Finals was like five thousand people, ten thousand people. How many people? Was yeah, it? but it was in like a big stadium. I can't remember exactly how many. I don't know if they moved it from the stadium actually, but no, no. But it was one hundred percent fake fan noise. So they only that was brought it out. So they only brought it out for the grand finals. They did use it at maybe all. They, maybe did they did it in the semis. I'm not sure. I don't think they did. All right, whatever. I, 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 you know what? We'll discuss these issues with a special guest on the next episode. Who's an expert in all of esports? Canada has Canada. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Canada yeah. has what? Canada has what? Canada has Canada Day. Canada oh. Day. Yeah. Does England oh. have England Day? I don't know. Britannia Day? Okay. Whatever. Okay. All right. So, are you going to... Wait. Since I fucking flunked at uh, selling out, how about you do the selling out honors? Selling out honors? Okay. So... If you've enjoyed what has been the worst episode of Wax Apple so far, show your appreciation and, you know, just throw us a tip, whatever you can, at KO slash, not slash. God damn it. Oh, my God. You oh, no. Uh, now we're going to get given money to some fucking random. Okay. Try it again. Go again, please. Okay. Go to ko-fi.com. Slash the jujus. Jujus is J U J U S. Coffee.com, the jujus. 
send us whatever money you can or don't. Yeah, I, give I, us I money, please. I need I to buy vinyls. Vinyls are so expensive. Oh, I don't fucking care anymore. Today's episode was so bad. I, I, I actually feel a little bit of shame begging. Yeah, okay. I'm going to save us by giving us a brilliant recommendation okay. for album of the week. It's uh, by Hiroshi Yoshimura. It's the album called Green. He's an ambient slash new wave artist who I found out died last year. And I completely missed out that he died. He passed away last year. Mm. It's upsetting. He was very big in the whole... Si- he essentially designed some of the first synthesizers for computers. Mm. So, yeah, he was, an, he was a quantum physicist as well and a guitarist. He was a really good guitarist. I liked him. So, yeah, check him out. Rest in peace. One of the goats of the ambient Japanese ambient scene. And, yeah, thanks for watching, listening. Fuck, I keep saying watching every single time, and it's terrible. Thanks for listening. Wax, thank you for being here. You did nothing today, but that's okay. <laughs> I carried the show. You did. Terribly, I might add, but I carried it. You did. Ne- next next week, next week <laughs> we bring on someone else to carry it. They both suck. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.